0: get this straight uh Mm -hmm. the only reason he was paid more than i am is because he was a man
1: oh sure it has nothing to do with your work
0: no 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 wait a minute wait a minute you know because because i really i want to understand this uh i'm doing as good a job as he did better better Mm. and i'm being paid less than
2: he was because you're a woman Hey, cassettes, and welcome back to another episode of Black Case Diaries. What is up?
1: What is up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're three old friends learning everything we can about movies and TV and hopefully teaching you in the process. I'm Marcy.
1: I'm Robin. And I'm Adam. So
3: last week, we talked about the history of the Mary Tyler Moore Show and the making of the show, and we didn't get to talk about our favorite episodes or the show's reception or what it means to us. So we're going to do that this week starting with our favorite episodes.
2: So we got to start with the first one. Love is All Around, Season 1, Episode episode 1. Got to start at the beginning. In the season pilot, Mary Richards breaks up with her longtime boyfriend, Bill, and makes the big move to Minneapolis. Her friend Phyllis finds her a nice apartment that her neighbor, Rhoda, believes belongs to her. Lou Grant hires her at the news station, WJM, not as secretary, which she came in to interview for, but as associate producer.
1: Oh, whoa. Madness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine?
2: Going in. Going in
1: for a secretary job and getting a producing job just just because? Yeah. Just because the boss was like, You know what? I don't care. (laughs) Tell you what.
2: I'll
0: try you out for a couple of weeks, see if it works out. Ah. If I don't like you, I'll fire you. Right, right. You
1: don't like me, I'll fire yes,
0: you. Yes, yes, no, That certainly seems fair. Um, what's the job?
1: The job is that of associate producer.
0: Associate? Something wrong? No, 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 I like it. Associate producer? The job pays $10 less a week than the secretarial job.
2: <laughs> the pilot episode laid the groundwork for a fantastic show. It introduced all the characters and their dynamic flawlessly, and showcased how Mary was a capable woman on her own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I've said before already, like she mm-hmm. n- went through all this ridiculousness. Yep. with mm-hmm. like flying colors, she handled herself the whole time, even when Lou was being, I don't know, somewhat intimidating yeah. as as a potential boss would be. Yeah, she's still like totally there for the, I guess, interview. Yeah, Yeah. she holds her own. Yeah, exactly. When she
3: thinks that he's crossing a line, she's like, whoa. Yeah. I I don't have to answer these questions. Mm -hmm, I don't have mm -hmm. to answer. I don't talk about my personal life. That's not relevant to the job.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, and then they they play the joke where he'll he'll ask an even worse question and she'll answer the original question. (laughs) and (laughs) That's very funny, but you're right.
3: Yeah. She still
1: knows where the line is.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I love the part where her boyfriend comes back and uh, mm. he tries to convince her yes. to take him back B. into, o. you know. Yeah. And he, it's already showing you how this is her new life. Like Lou yep. is like already like, showing up at her place. So comfortable. Yeah. This is yeah. her new life already. Yeah, it turns yep. out she
1: lives <laughs> in the neighborhood where there's like a ton of good bars right yeah. there. Yep. So a, Lou's always around.
3: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And I, I love that. And mm-hmm. you know, so like Lou is there already. And he's, you know, she dismisses the boy ex-boyfriend and yep. he yeah. says, well, take care of yourself. And she says, I think I just did. And I, I love that. Yes. It's such a it, good line. She, yeah.
1: Yes. In this episode and actually more than this one, many mm. times. Yeah. She handles her potential love interests like various dates. Yeah. All, she handles them all. Like a, like a boss, Like a man. champ. Yeah, right? Exactly. Because later on, she comes home with this guy who seemed to have a good date with, right? <laughs> yeah. And then as she's making coffee, he takes his shirt off. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Preparing for what comes next in yeah. his mind. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, what? Yeah. Get out. Yeah,
3: she's a GTFO. <laughs> yeah. Here's the door. So, so
1: it's like, she, so despite being... At least somewhat concerned, yeah. about how old she's getting and not having yeah. somebody yet. Like, there's right. those thoughts are still there, and especially because Phyllis kind of really ingrained that in her, right? Yeah, at yeah. least tried to. She she's still not going to just settle for a junk guy, right? Nope. So nope. it's like pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. All right, the next episode is Season 1, Episode 6, Support Your Local Mother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In this <Yikes>. episode, yeah, <laughs> we hear more about what Rhoda does for a living and get to meet her mom. It was r- rare for a TV show to express such complex relationships with its supporting characters so early on. This episode resonated with a lot of people that have difficult relationships with their parents.
3: yes. This episode, really, it was, it was such a surprise so early to Mm -hmm. be like, you know, to show this dynamic with Rhoda and her mom and like, you know, Mary not understanding Rhoda's complicated relationship with her mom because she's not, she doesn't have that kind of relationship Mm -hmm. with her own mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so Rhoda trying to explain it to her, like, you don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's like I send her the money, she uses it to buy a gift. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. want her to do that. I want her to use the money for her. Yeah, you know. And this is just that this whole, Mm
0: -hmm. this whole,
3: and it's just so hard for her to explain, you know, to Mary. Like Mary just doesn't get it, and because Mary doesn't get it, she allows Rhoda's mother to stay with her for several days, and then over time does start to get it. Mm
1: -hmm. Does
0: start to
3: to understand?
2: Yeah, Yeah. and like the. Yeah, the guilt.
1: I think there was a level yeah. of guilt. Yeah, guilt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's the way Roto puts it. It's like yeah. she makes, she thrives on making you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, like not maybe not intentionally, but just what she says mm-hmm. immediately makes you feel guilty yes. about yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Because she's yep. like, oh, I couldn't let you do the dishes or whatever. It's like yeah. what.
2: <sighs> Yeah. like I
1: just did him. Like stop. Yeah, like, stop.
2: I already yeah. did the
3: dishes. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Or she gives Mary two scarves, and mm-hmm. Mary's yeah. like, "Oh, I love this one," and she's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I
3: couldn't. You know, I'm so sorry. She, I, I'm sorry. You hate the other. Yeah, one. you hate the yeah. other one. Yeah. 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 And so like, she wears both oh scarves because yeah. drives me
1: insane. <laughs> oh, I totally yeah. get. Yes. Rhoda's hesitance. Oh,
3: yeah. yes. Yeah. Or that card, the card where she says. Yes. No one will love you as much as I do. Yeah, and Mary's like, well, what's wrong with that? And she's like, really? She's talking about how I'm going to be alone forever. Yeah. 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 And
0: she
2: says, oh, I think I wrote it down. It's not a card. It's a curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Again, it's another real scenario, relatable scenario, yeah. that yeah. the show's not afraid to dive into. I mean, shoot, yeah. it's only episode six. Like you yeah. said, it's super early on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Your mother is down there and you're up here and you say you love her. but you're talking about Midwestern love. I'm talking about Bronx love. There's a certain amount of guilt that goes with that.
2: My mother wants
3: the people she loves to feel guilty. The
2: next one is Season 3, Episode 1, The Good Time News. (laughs) In this episode, Mary finds out that the previous associate producer, who was a man... Made $50 more than her and approaches Lou about it.
3: Yeah, $50 more a week.
1: Yeah. A week? Which is. I'll a take lot. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please.
2: Yeah.
3: They disagree
2: about her pay, but Mary knows that the conversation isn't over. Mary also wants station WJM to try a new format in order to gain more viewership by having Gordy, who's the weatherman, balance Ted out in announcing the news.
3: Yeah. And so for the first time, she goes against Lou in this meeting. And this episode is groundbreaking for two reasons. One, they, they address the, the wage gap. yeah mm-hmm. in this episode. They explain that, you know the moment Mary was hired on, they just dropped the pay. Yeah. And when she asks yeah. Lou why, he very flat out says, because he was a man. Yep. Doesn't give her any other reason. No. And uh, because there really isn't one. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. he's very honest I with mean, her about that. Then he just comes
2: up with fake reasons. Yes. Like, oh, he had a family.
3: You don't have a family. Yeah. You don't
2: have a family.
3: Yeah. And then <laughs> she, she's like, "Come back to she, me when you have an answer." She, for and that. she comes back with. She an,
2: takes a right second, answer. but
1: she yeah. does come right yeah. back. She's like, she "Wait, com- that shouldn't have anything." To she's
3: do like, with "Hold that. on, Mister Grant." <laughs> Because it, not. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Because then you would have to pay a bachelor less yeah. than a man who's married, and and pay the yep. married man less than the man who has three kids, and yep. you don't do that. So you know, and it's such exactly. a such a great argument, and yeah. So like having this discourse on TV was. Really cool. Yeah. Because asking for more money is something that is very hard for everyone to do. But especially women. And especially because, you know, like Mary Tyler Moore herself had talked about this. Yeah. How she had asked for more money in the the past and lost jobs because of it. Yeah. You know, so this is something that it was really special that they talked about this. But it was also important... Because there's a scene where she's preparing for this big me- meeting, yeah. And Rhoda was like, "I thought you liked doing these meetings." And Mary says, "I liked them when I thought I could be myself, but now I feel uh, like I represent women everywhere." Uh,
0: yeah, mm. because
3: yeah. she's the only woman in the room. Yeah, so she has to like, she's she's telling them what every woman thinks, which is impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, because you know, and exactly. that's yeah, that's just so much pressure.
0: It is. Boy, I hate those meetings. He never used to. Yeah, well, it used to be I felt I could be myself. Now, I feel I represent women everywhere. Oh, Mary, that's all in your head. Oh, yeah? What would you say if the station manager kept trotting in groups of people and saying, this is our woman executive? (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? Oh, usually, I.
2: So the next episode, Season 3, Episode 7, and it's kind of a two-parter. There's, there, there's also Season 3, Episode 11. Mm-hmm. So we've got Just Around the Corner, and then You've Got a Friend. In Episode 7, Mary's parents move into an apartment just around the corner and are constantly checking up on her.
0: Ugh. Classic. Yikes.
2: <laughs> and then in Episode 11, Mary's dad is bored of retirement, and Mary tries to find him a friend. She starts with Lou, but then decides she should try to be a friend to her own father. She invites him over to dinner so they can get to know each other better, as he spent a lot of time at work over the years as a surgeon. Though these two episodes are a few apart, they are forever linked for those that saw them. At the time, what happened on TV was not exactly a reflection of what the youth were doing. Mary was portrayed as a good Midwestern girl. Shows, including Mary Tyler Moore, had to toe the line in order to make it past network executives and censors. As the seasons went on and the show continued to grow in popularity, Mary became more outspoken. In the first of these two episodes, Mary is shown going out for the night and does not return until 8 in the morning. In the same dress that she had worn the night
0: before. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what do you
3: think that's saying,
2: guys?
0: Oh, <laughs> Heck of a party.
3: Yes, and you know it's 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 wild too because the TV show MOD was yes. airing at the same time, and they referenced that episode on yeah. MOD. A few
2: short weeks later, Mary's mother calls out to Mary and her father. Don't forget to take your pill. The pair of them reply, "I won't."
3: who
0: <laughs> yeah yeah wow. yeah mary, mary
2: gets a little look from her father but that's <laughs> that's it. all it <laughs> this of course implied that mary was on birth control which was a huge landmark oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is yeah a, they not talked about it was it was there was like an uncomfortable beat yes yeah they waited on that line yeah, yeah. because they were like haha get it get it you yeah. understand yeah
3: and you could hear the audience kind of laughing yeah. and it's just it, it was kind of like a toss away like a throwaway mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. throwaway joke yeah but it meant so much it was it, so yeah.
1: important did, and yeah. actually it's what's funny is because this there was an actual studio audience and not yeah. just a laugh track yeah. <laughs> you can actually hear some more like women laughed a little harder than yes yeah. The, men did. Yeah. The men,
2: yeah. yeah the producers did not want judgment to fall on mary And so they allowed the comment to quickly be moved on from and instead focus on the relationship between her and her father. Silverman explained its significance by saying, had it had something to do with Rhoda, it wouldn't have had that effect because Rhoda was something of a rebel. If Mary was taking the pill, it gave the stamp of approval for sexuality.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and these writers were trying, they were trying so hard to make sure she seemed sexually liberated. Like, they would... I remember there was like a someone had written an article saying that Mary wasn't having enough sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a, and they were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. she's not."
0: Well, okay. Okay, here you go. If you, you know, yeah,
3: they wrote an episode specifically for her <laughs> being like, "I don't think I ha- I'm. I'm undersexed."
1: And actually, what? One thing that I really liked about... I can't remember which of the two episodes it was in. Whenever okay. she came home at like 8 in the morning.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I believe that was the first one. At okay. first It's one. so funny because, yeah, a lot of people that had seen it originally, like, they don't recall which episode it t- had what because they, they were so... They tie
1: in so Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. But in that one... You know, like, what were you doing out till late in the morning? <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to tell you, mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she
1: never does. No, nope. the whole know. episode. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe they would hint at what she did or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's kind of implied that she was just out partying and then maybe stayed over at some guy's apartment. Yeah. Or
3: gone on a date and, yeah. you know, yeah, came back maybe. in the same clothes. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. So yeah. we as the audience understand what may yeah. or may not have happened. But, the fact that she never actually says mm-hmm. to her parents, yes. she's like, when you guys didn't live around the block, you didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Or weren't yeah. as concerned yes. as you seem to be now. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm 30 and I don't have to tell you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So She it's never actually...
3: does. And she refuses to let them make her feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm not going to feel bad about no. this. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna let yeah. you feel make me feel bad.
1: Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy mm-hmm. for a character to do that to their own parents on TV. Yeah. yeah. So in, in wow. 1970, yep. whatever. For real. Yeah. 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 I did
2: think it was funny though how her dad had said like, "Oh, we worried." It's just like oh, yeah, yeah. it's just uh, also like he oh, brought up he brought up I... the uh, long, distance long distance charges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. of course he would be worried about right. the price. <laughs>
1: The next episode we're going to talk about is My Brother's Keeper from season three, episode 17. Phyllis's brother Ben comes to town. Phyllis intends for Mary and Ben to become acquainted and possibly date. But to her chagrin, he hangs out with Rhoda. <laughs> Couldn't have been worse. Oh, no. At the end, it is revealed that Ben is gay.
3: I. Oh. So, my favorite part of this episode is. <laughs> There's two parts. One, you know, Ben and Rhoda go to this like concert or Mm -hmm. whatever, and Phyllis sees them there. And (laughs) she returns to tell Mary how like upset she is Mm -hmm. that Ben and Rhoda went to that concert together. She's wearing this black evening gown, yeah, yeah, and she's in mourning. It's like she's in mourning. Uh huh. She's so upset that Rhoda's hanging out with Ben. There was this commotion in the aisle. Late arrivals, boors, I thought. I turned to give them a good glare. It was Ben. I was
0: so pleased. He and Mary, I thought, have come to join us. Oh, well, no. Then I saw it was not Mary. It was... It was... Rhoda. Rhoda.
3: And then later on when she's kind of freaking out a little too much, she's freaking out about, you know, Rhoda and Mm -hmm. Ben hanging out together upstairs Mm -hmm. or having dinner. And Rhoda's using Mary's kitchen to like cook the food because Rhoda doesn't really have her own kitchen Mm -hmm. up there. And so she's, you know, doing that. And she passes by Phyllis, who's looking mortified. She goes, Hey sis.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my god.
3: Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes.
1: I
2: loved the drama when she went to Mary's party. <laughs> Later oh, on, yeah. Mary had a, a just like a house party and Mary's like mary's like phyllis like i only have one party a year and sometimes not even that like a year and a half since i've had my last
3: party phyllis like
1: don't ruin it like
2: you know it's a lot of money to spend and all that kind of stuff i only have parties and and phyllis is like i just i don't know i don't know if i can like hold it in immediately ruined drama is just like off yeah she's just just, everyone's
1: fine and then she's just (laughs) in the like in the corner just goes (laughs) <laughs> like starts to sob and i'm like uh, oh, no. dude this this is one of the moments where it's like god phyllis yes you i can't stand you dude. because there was a moment where she kind of confronts rhoda and it's like tell me the truth what are yeah. you in yeah. Ben, yeah. She's like, "We're just friends. Tell me the truth. We're just friends. No, tell me the truth." And then Rhoda, yeah. jokingly lies to her and says, yeah. "Oh, we're we're engaged and we're going to be married tomorrow." <laughs> and, but but Phyllis, Phyllis belie- that's wh- what she goes believes. right over yeah. her head and she goes, "Thank you for being honest with me." Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. believes it. And I'm yeah. like Phyllis, <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> 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 so try- <laughs> She's ridiculous, but oh. but like we mentioned earlier, that's the character that's it's yes. yeah. how it's supposed to be, and it drives me insane <laughs> in, in that way that's like
3: a
2: good enough.
1: hilarious you
3: yes. know. yeah, oh God,
1: though the gay rights movement was on silverman's mind at the time, it was a pure chance that this episode would include this issue. The original script had Ben and Rhoda together, but when actor Bob Moore showed up. Sandrich decided to run with this opportunity as the actor himself was gay. Though Sandrich had wanted the news broken lightly to Phyllis, Harper fought for the line to be delivered abruptly and factually. She won out, and it earned one of the longest audience laughs, but not at the character Ben's expense.
3: Yeah. yeah. They're not laughing because he's gay. They're no. laughing because of the situation. Yes, mm-hmm. the reveal. And the f- yeah, yeah, the fact that like Phyllis was so freaked out By the idea of him dating Rhoda, you know, and it's like, you Mm -hmm. had nothing to worry about this Mm -hmm. whole time he's gay.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was never even a possibility. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. She just had such relief that it wasn't Rhoda, that it wasn't even an issue. It wasn't
3: even
1: brought up that there was
2: any kind of problem with him being Mm
1: -hmm. gay. The whole point was she was trying to get him with Mary. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. The, Phyllis, the whole time your plan was yeah. was not gonna work yeah
3: no matter he was, what happened and he was uncomfortable from the beginning yeah you yeah. could tell yeah yep
1: because I think he is smart enough to know what Phyllis is doing and yeah. I think oh yeah obviously he and Mary were like yeah no right yeah I mean
2: because I mean, they they even mention it Mary's like oh you know Phyllis is excited for us to date or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like no phyllis is excited for us to get married <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah exactly like she just wants it to jump right to yeah. that yeah because i'm because like Ph- from the beginning phyllis is one of those people who's kind of flaunting her own marriage mm-hmm. and yeah. desperate for mary to be married yeah
2: yeah yep. constantly
1: It was incredibly important that Rhoda didn't gently break the news, because this showed the audience that there was nothing shameful about it. It was just the truth.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I thought you knew. Yeah.
2: You know,
1: like.
3: She's like, I thought you, you, like, how did you not know that? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Speaking of marriage, the next episode we have is the Lars Affair.
3: Oh, boy.
1: Season four, episode (laughs) one. In this episode, we meet the happy homemaker, Sue Ann Nevins yeah phyllis finds out that sue ann and her husband lars are having an affair and asks mary for help when sue ann refuses to give him up
3: yep yeah this Boy. episode i did not like sue ann when i first watched yeah. the Yeah. i was like, very yeah. hard
1: this is betty white's first episode she did so well that they eventually brought her on as a regular cast member Sue Ann was not only a single woman on TV, she was also on the lookout for a hot date. Always. Always. (laughs) Every
2: time. Oftentimes Lou. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: She became the queen of double entendres and was a fan favorite.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. She's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Notice how in this episode, Phyllis never considers leaving Lars and instead blames Sue Ann for the affair. This is a definite sign of the times.
3: Yeah. This is one of those episodes where it's like this is something that... This is how they would, ha- would have handled this yeah, back then did, and very differently yeah. from now. It
1: did feel a little weird.
3: Yeah. you know, She's upset that they're having the affair and her instinct is to go to Sue Ann and to let him go, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is wild. She doesn't mm-hmm. approach her husband and yell yeah. at him or be upset right? with him. Yeah. He's the one that's sleeping with another woman. Yeah. You know, and yep. it's such an interesting, you know, situation. Yeah. You know, and then finally, Mary has to convince Sue Ann by saying, OK, look at it this way, Sue Ann yep you're gonna lose your show well
2: you're all right you know and then she's like all like oh but i'm not doing it for myself i'm doing it for all oh, all the, the women, that women need out me. yeah women out there that need me it's like oh geez yeah. then the other thing <laughs> is that she her way of then making sure that lars doesn't do this again is like to constantly keep Track Constantly of him. keep track like, of what
3: he's know, doing. She's
1: like, oh, calls the hospital he know, works at yeah. con- all the time. Yeah,
2: yeah. If there's no trust in a relationship, like, you know, yeah, I'm exactly.
3: Like-
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. She gets off the phone with him, him <laughs> yeah. saying that he's at work. Yeah, but then she calls his work. Yeah, sure. immediately to make sure after, that, make that sure. he's
3: that he's telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: that's unfortunate, but in this context, yeah. I guess it's kind of funny. Next, we have the dinner party, season four, episode ten. Yeah. In this episode, Mary throws a dinner party for Congresswoman Margaret Gettys. She only has six chairs at her table and must carefully plan it. Of course, things don't go according to said plan.
3: This is one of those classic, <laughs> you know, sitcommy episodes.
1: And in yeah. a way, it bugs me because I, I've talked about this on this on yeah. our show before. Yeah. When things constantly go wrong, I get frustrated.
3: (laughs) Bad to worse.
1: (laughs) It bugs me.
3: Ted is so great in this episode. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my god! When she doesn't invite him. (laughs) When she doesn't invite him to dinner. And he's like, oh, that's right. I forgot. The Minneapolis six is what he he refers
1: to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the dinner
3: yeah. party Oh my it's god It's so funny
1: yeah. And then Rhoda Brings that guy Yeah Anyway, yes. anyway
3: Even though they And Rhoda was the one That told her Like you could only Keep it to six people uh-huh. Yeah. And then she ends up Bringing a date Anyway <laughs> Who's a very very young Henry Winkler. I know.
1: Yes, which is hilarious. Yes, and he he has to go sit up at this I mean, random table. I know. It's the, such it's like a the great kid's table. table. I
2: know. <laughs> it's when he asks bit, for I'm the like, salt,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Murray gets up and brings him the salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's such a good. He's just in the background.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And people just constantly <laughs> mess up. Yeah, stuff. Not yep. like it's not Mary doing anything wrong. <laughs> no, other people are just yeah. doing it like, wrong. Like Lou takes a whole half <laughs> of the meal that was cooked for the whole group.
3: <laughs> Three people won't be able to. Eat yeah, it Lou, you have you- to put some back. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I will say, I I was happy that. Sue Ann was actually helpful. Yes,
3: she was. Yes, she was. Because
1: she put on a, she helped put on the party. She cooked yeah. the food. Yep. Yes, she
2: pretended it. She wasn't pretended her, Mary. Her. Yeah. She yeah. pretended
3: Mary made it. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: which was very
2: in, sweet, especially for her. In, <laughs> yeah.
1: In that moment where, because she didn't tell Mary what the dessert Desert. was. Yeah. She's like, "We're gonna have dessert. We it's uh," and she goes.
0: Do I smell baked pears, Alicia?
1: Right, it's baked pears, Alicia. I'm it. it. surprised. It's my favorite
0: dessert in the whole world. That's, that's wow, eat. that was a nice save. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. My favorite. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. Uh.
2: Did you guys think, because Ted in that episode had talked about how when he was younger, there was this girl oh, yeah, that yeah. was like you know, told him you stink or something like that. That's why I didn't invite you. And how he talked about—I think he did a like a like doo doo bag or stink bomb. Oh yeah, or that, that's I it. Took yeah. My, I took out my
1: junior chemistry set. Yeah, He made the biggest stink bomb we've ever seen.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> did you guys think at all when he showed up to Mary's that in that white bag oh, was gonna be a stink bomb no. or something? No, I, didn't. I totally thought that it could be because I thought <laughs> he would be like, "Here, oh. I can't, I can't stay, Mary. Here you go." Yeah.
0: Holy
1: cow. <laughs> Nobody thought that? Oh, my I did
0: totally I
3: totally thought
0: think, that was a possibility. I
3: mean, that's probably what they wanted you to think. Probably. Like, they probably okay. wanted you to think I that. I did think yeah.
1: that it was a quite, like, a weirdly small bag for enough sherbet for six people. Yeah, sherbet
3: yeah. for six
0: or whatever. <laughs> but... so,
1: I, so, wow, that's a great thought. I kind of, like, that's yeah. a great, like, head cannon. I like that.
0: Man.
1: Next, we've got... Will Mary Richards go to jail?
3: I love this episode. (laughs) Yes. This is something that it, not a lot of stuff talks about how hard it is to be a journalist. Mm Yeah, yeah. And not a lot of stuff talks about things like this. Mm -hmm. Yep. How you can go to jail for not revealing sources.
1: Yeah, this is one of the great episodes where it's like, this scenario involves the job specifically and not necessarily Mm -hmm. just Mary's life and the people around her. Yeah,
3: yeah. And in this episode, Lou gives this really great speech about the freedom of the press. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I think it's a reporter's
2: job to inform the people but if a reporter can be forced to reveal his confidential sources of information, he can't do that, job. because his sources will dry
0: up, and pretty soon there won't be any information worth printing. The whole concept of freedom of the press will be destroyed, and with it, democracy, as you and I know it and cherish it. But don't let that influence you. <laughs>
1: This is Season 5, Episode 1. In this episode, Mary refuses to reveal a source and is put in the county jail for the night. She meets a couple of women that are heavily implied to be sex workers, another big deal for American television.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: This episode would be the closest Mary Tyler Moore would come to discussing the famous Watergate scandal. It is brought up that if the news people are forced to reveal their sources... Then they would have no news to give the people, for everyone would be afraid to come forward with information.
3: Yep. So this is actually this is a fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. I love I love the scene where Sue Ann throws this party um, to say goodbye to Mary because she's going to go to jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. You
0: yeah. Know, oh right? my and god. And and and
3: trying to kind of keep depressed. her <laughs> kind of keep her spirits up, you know. as They come and they you know arrest her and they take her away and. You know, seeing Mary in prison is such a weird juxtaposition, yeah. you know, what yeah. yeah. I can't go, to, I can't, I can't go to jail. I never even had to go see the principal, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's yeah. just very much. They even put her in handcuffs. They do. <laughs>
1: yeah, the whole thing.
3: Yeah, they do the whole thing. And yeah. then, yeah, she gets, you know, obviously makes bail and <laughs> doesn't have to stay there. Yeah.
1: Right. It's funny how... She, being so nervous in the jail cell, mm-hmm. she admits like when I get nervous, I just talk and talk and talk, right? Yeah. So she's talking and talking and talking at these two other women in the yeah. cell. Yeah. And you know, it was funny. She gets up on the top bunk when they're trying to go to bed. It's like, oh, you just you just want me to, t- to stop. You just tell me to stop, I'll stop it. I'll stop Yeah. blah blah blah. And she just kicks the bottom <laughs> of the bed.
0: It's like okay, okay, okay
1: but good
3: night. <laughs> And so in a couple a couple seasons later, they kind of follow this up yeah. in season seven they have an episode where she gets a lawyer and she stands like she has to go in for a trial. the argument that they're making is that she's not a legitimate newsman uh, and mm-hmm. then you know the the judge immediately throws it out because mm-hmm. he's like, yes she is yeah
1: it was yeah. perfect yeah. it was yeah. a perfect thing because yeah. like oh yeah she I've seen her out doing interviews and in fact she interviewed me one time yeah so it's like so
3: she is part of the news. clearly yeah. she's in yeah. the really, yeah. yeah and so it was really nice because it was like this li- this little tie up to this episode but also it's like it, it gave some legitimacy to what she does too mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's funny because even in the opening of the show the- there are a couple clips that aren't from episodes right that yeah. are her doing doing new news. stuff so.
3: yeah yeah
1: Next, we have Not a Christmas Story, which is Season 5, Episode 9. In this episode, Mary and Ted are fighting about a new introduction to the news. They have brought Mary and Lou into the disagreement. While everyone is upset with each other, they end up being stuck at the station due to a bad snowstorm. (laughs) Tired, angry, and hungry they are forced to attend Sue Ann's Christmas in November party.
3: (laughs) This is such a good episode. Yes,
1: this was my introduction to Mary Tyler Moore. Yes,
3: this is an episode I show people who have never seen the show because it's so funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's an ensemble episode. You see the whole cast. They're so pissed off at each other. Yeah. And they've been mad at each other all day. And then Sue Ann bursts into the room and she says, we've been snowed in. (laughs) You know, like
2: she just, oh my God. After everybody had already turned down her invite.
3: Yes. To yeah. go to her little
0: party. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
3: Now, you know, everybody has to come and, and go. And, you know, everyone's like, it's going to be nice. It's like a seven-course meal. Like, yeah. It's going to be a wonderful, yeah. you know, and, and, but like nobody wants to no. do it. They're like, it's not Christmas, Sue <laughs> and We don't want to go do Christmas yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but she's
2: like, hey, there will be enough alcohol to knock your socks off. Yeah. Like, it'll
3: be fine. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's such a, I mean, God, it's such a good episode. I this is yeah, this is one of my favorites. It's it's for a holiday episode, it's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The the argument they were having yeah. was over what to say yeah. for the news here. And the quote is news from around the world and around the corner, or around the corner and around the world.
3: Yeah, they were arguing yeah. over what yes. was better.
1: Which one was better? <laughs> <laughs> Which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it means nothing.
3: Yeah.
1: And it causes all this trouble. <laughs>
2: They really are like a family, you know. They fight, yeah, they absolutely. Fight over, you know, things, and then they have to come together and eat together anyway. Yes,
1: yes. That brings up a thing with another episode uh, that we'll talk about here shortly with the whole arguing with family thing. Oh, yeah. Next, we have Edie gets married, oh. season six, episode one. Yeah. In this episode, Lou and Mary have a hard time attending the wedding of Lou's ex-wife, Edie.
3: Yes. Lou very much loves Edie. And it's it's very clear early Mm -hmm. in the early in the show. Yep. And so they handle, they do end up getting to talk about divorce eventually, and they handle it, you know, very gracefully. Mm -hmm. You know, Lou clearly, you know, he loves her, but you know, he she wanted divorce, and that's the best thing for them. So that's what they do.
1: I like her. Mm -hmm. I love her, you see? Do you you understand? understand? (laughs) Yeah, you you like her, but you don't love her. That's it. (laughs) That that poor bartender. I know. (laughs) This episode highlights the strong bond between Mary and Lou and how their friendship has grown over the years. The episode ends with the newsroom cast singing Darktown Shudder's Ball.
3: Yeah, the Darktown Strutter's Ball. Strutter's
1: ball, excuse me. Knock knock. Who's there? Anna Maria Alberghetti. Anna Maria Alberghetti Who? Anna Maria Alberghetti in a taxi honey.
3: (laughs) Because in the real song it's like, I'm gonna get you in a taxi honey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Ambergeti in a taxi honey. So it's a a play on words. Play on words. Yeah, and that's why that's why it's funny. That's why it works. Yep. Yeah, and in why case they you, actually all laugh. Yes, in case you guys are wondering what the joke was, because I bit. feel like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, I once they started singing it, I was like, "Aha! It's, it's, I get that must be yeah. what kind of what the song sounds yeah. like." Yeah, but I had no clue where it was gonna go <laughs> yeah. when he said it earlier. Yeah, because yeah. he says, "I'm working on this joke, but I yep. haven't figured it figured out. out. Yeah. I haven't yeah. figured out part of it yet. It's like, knock knock, who's there?" you know Anna, Maria. Anna Marie Anna Marie Ambergetti yeah Ambergetti who well that's the part I haven't figured out yet <laughs> it's like well <laughs> shit what the in a taxi,
3: honey yeah. and they all start singing it together mm-hmm. and it's very Aww. sweet
1: yeah, yeah. W- one of the f- one of the moments where Ted kind of came through and kind of lightened yeah. everybody up a yeah,
3: bit yeah it actually worked this yeah. better be funny Ted I lost a wife today
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs>
3: The next episode is called Mary's Aunt. It's season six, episode six. In this episode, Mary's Aunt Flo, not a euphemism. Her name's actually no Aunt Flo. Yeah. In this episode, Mary's Aunt Flo comes into town for a visit. As a famous journalist with differing views, she and Lou do not quite get along like Mary had hoped.
1: Yes. Yes. It's quite funny um, when my wife walked into the room during this episode and she said, when they were talking, he's like, blah, 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 and Flo. And she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like looked up. is like, what are they talking about? You know, thinking that they were using it as a euphemism. Yeah. But but, now I was like, nope, that's actually her name. Her name name is
3: actually Flo. (laughs) Flo
2: Meredith.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, Flo Meredith. Yeah. This episode highlights how much Mary admires her aunt, just like Moore did in real life. Flo is the person that convinced Mary to go into journalism. At the end of the episode, Lou talks about how women like Flo paved the way for women like Mary, explaining that she isn't nice because she's had to be tough as nails her entire career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she talks about all these things that she's done, mm-hmm. and she she makes it sound like it's easy for her. Yeah, yeah. but only because she's done it for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has to kind of be that way.
3: Yeah, to get yep. to that point, you he know? gets yeah he gets so frustrated yeah. because mm-hmm. you know she just constantly one ups him. Mm-hmm. But the yep. reality is that that's all she knows. Like yep. she's she has to do that because she has to prove. That she's twice as good as he is in order for her to maintain the career right. because she's a woman. Right. And so like he explains that, you know, at the end to Mary because Mary's like, I can't believe you forgave her, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. after all of that. Yeah. And he's like, honestly, well, you know, she's she's a pioneer, you know. It's, yeah. You know, it's not easy for her. Why should she why should she care about my feelings? Yep. Right. You know, no one ever cared about her feelings. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, and so he explains that. And it's a really cool, like, explanation. Yeah. He, yeah. He,
1: and it's cool that it was him who realized it rather than having to be told that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. like,
1: oh, like, have Mary tell him that to calm him down? It's like, yeah. no, it was flipped. So it's kind of cool that he realized yeah. that ahead of time.
0: And
3: it's, yeah, it's one of those mentor-ish kind of moments mm-hmm. with him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it brings up the point I was talking about earlier where... Mary says "When once her aunt has to leave to go on another job, you know, they forgive. Because cause Mary kind of got angry at her that yeah. night, too. And kind of yeah. they kind of had an argument. It's like, well, if you can't argue with your family, who can you argue with? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, you know, despite that little spat they had, they're yeah. still family, and that's yeah. that. So.
3: Yeah. Chuckles Bites the Dust, Season 6, Episode 7. Oh,
1: boy. Oh man.
3: TV Guide once named this episode as the single funniest episode of a TV sitcom. It is the most well-known episode of Mary Tyler Moore, and many point to it as the best showcase of Moore's comedic chops.
1: <laughs> this one was something else.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'll was. tell
1: you what. <laughs>
3: it, it's wild. It's a wild one. I've heard about this episode so many times mm-hmm. before I finally watched it. Uh... In this episode, WJM's Chuckles the Clown dies in a freak peanut slash elephant accident. The station deals with his death in different ways. Mm-hmm. This is episode is all about death. It's poking fun at death, but also it's like kind of showing you how different people grieve. Yeah. And the joke of this episode mostly is that Mary. First of all, Chuckles the Clown dies. He dies in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, such a silly way to die. Yeah. And Mary is being very high and mighty. She's telling, you know, oh why are, why is everyone making light of this? It's not yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. A man is like, dead. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very upset.
0: I wonder which ones are the other clowns. you will know no soon. They're all going to jump out of a little hearse. Oh. <laughs> is
1: a funeral a man has died we came here to show respect not to laugh
3: i'm sorry man of course finally at the funeral once they're like kind of going through everything and the, and the reverend is talking about all the things that chuckles the clown did and yeah his characters like mr Fififo fifo and <laughs> yeah you know all that stuff and the and, peanut
1: obviously. yeah and
3: the peanut you know and a little song a little dance a little seltzer down your pants and all that <laughs> stuff and mary starts to laugh yeah and it's the the scene when she starts to laugh and she's trying to control herself mm-hmm. is very funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and actually, uh, there are many moments that are funny <laughs> because of somebody else already laughing. Yeah, yeah. And that like this episode hit me a lot with the contagious laugh <laughs> <though.
0: laughs> yeah. because
1: like since Chuckles is a, a made up character in the show or whatever, mm-hmm. they're yeah. making jokes that don't fully land. Cause I, you know, cause we don't personally know chuckles right. the way they do. Right. Yeah. But they are laughing at those jokes so much that yeah. you can't help but laugh. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the, the whole, you're laughing almost the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's an episode relating <laughs> to death. Right. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> how do you do that? How can a show pull that off? Yeah, It's amazing. Yeah,
3: it's incredible. <laughs> well, somewhere out there, Ted, there's an elephant with your name, name on it. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I
2: think Murray does one where it's like, well, at least he wasn't dressed in his banana one and peeled
3: by a gorilla.
2: <laughs> yeah, if he peeled to death. <laughs> peeled <Yeah>. to
1: death. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because, <sighs> uh, yeah, it comes in, you know, Lou comes in so serious mm-hmm. when he's telling everybody, but yeah. then it just follow, It like basically yeah, just falls yeah. apart. You know, when she gets mad at Sue Ann, so, ah, me and Chuckles were very close. I made the first cream pie that he ever sat in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's once the initial shock <laughs> yeah. of it was done, then they begin their own way yeah. of yeah. dealing with it, which in most of their cases was to laugh about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. of,
1: you know, make light of it. And, and the Reverend even mentions like, that's kind of what he would have wanted. He was a clown. He yeah, lived to it's make okay, people laugh. It's
3: okay to laugh. Yeah. It's all right. But then once he tells Mary it's okay to laugh, she bursts into hysterical tears. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> when the show began in 1970, the main character couldn't be divorced. By season six, the characters were laughing about death on screen. It shows how much changed while the show was on the air,
1: yeah, big mm-hmm. time, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, yeah, and honestly, like this show takes advantage of those changes, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I think this show made a lot of those changes yeah. too, yeah. like it was the reason behind a lot of this this like mentality on t v
3: yeah, yeah, Lou dates mary season seven episode twenty three
1: couldn't believe it. I read the title of the episode and I was like, nah. You're like, that's
0: gotta be a joke.
1: No way.
3: I couldn't wait to hear. I cannot. I was so excited to hear Adam's reaction. (laughs) In the penultimate episode of the series, Mary is fed up with dating and afraid that she won't ever find the right man. Georgette points out that Lou might be a good fit, and Mary reluctantly asks him out. The two give it a chance, only to realize that they would never work as a couple. After an incredibly awkward dinner, the two share a kiss that ends in a
1: laughing fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a hard time watching <laughs> it. A li- like, I, you know, yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't been around for the whole show. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I didn't
1: have such a massive buildup. But even then, I felt the awkwardness. <laughs> because they were like, we're normally just, why aren't we talking yeah. normally? Yeah.
3: Why aren't yep. we just behaving? Why is yeah. it all
1: awkward now? Yeah. Yep. It's just like, I can't, The you could cut the tension with a knife. Yes. It was so bad. Yep.
3: They were so good. It's so well acted. This, yes. episode. Yeah, they did so well. this is the one that starts out when Mary has the date and a man starts just undressing in her Yes, yes,
1: yes, this is the one. Oh
3: my God. And there's so many good lines in this episode. Oh, it, yeah. The scene when she goes in and tries to ask him out mm-hmm. and he's so like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. We can't. We can't go out, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Because yeah. Lou at first almost makes it sound like Mary's, like, sick or, like, something yeah. happened to Mary or something. Yeah, Because yeah. he's like, Murray, you'll never believe what Mary, you know. He's like, what's wrong with what's Mary? Wrong with Mary? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, what's wrong with Mary? Lou's <laughs> like, huh? What's <laughs> wrong with Mary?
1: Then actually, real quick, I want to uh, mention about that guy who was taking his shirt off again. Yeah. yeah. Part, part that we didn't mention is that, they like... They seem to have a good date. Yeah. He takes his shirt off in the apartment while she's making coffee. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? Get out, right? But they have this moment where they talk for a second. It's like, okay, all right, fine. We're we're back to an understanding. Let me make Mm. you some coffee. And the mother effer (laughs) starts taking his shirt off again. It's like, dude, (laughs) do you not... Uh. How? How can you not read what just happened? Do you yep. do, Were you not listening even yeah. at all?
2: He thought there was an in again. You
1: I know? couldn't he believe like, oh, he yeah, started she taking- She up to
2: me again. I, I, know,
1: couldn't, again. I <laughs> couldn't believe he started taking his shirt off again. I was like, what are you doing? Yep. Yeah. What are you doing? You had it, my guy. You were back in. <laughs> you could have had a second date, for God's yeah. sake. What? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't believe it.
3: <laughs> I think it was a really good way to show just like just how bad it can be sometimes. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. And then the
2: dialogue where Mary was talking about how many cause he's like, Oh well oh, you know, how many yeah. dates could you have been on or whatever? And yeah. she's like, Oh, I've been on lots of dates. She's and I got starts doing the, the math. Days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says math. you he says you should date more. Yeah,
2: oh that's right. Date yeah. more. Date more. And she yeah. does the math and she's like yeah.
1: 2,000 dates or something yeah,
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like only 10% of them were good
3: 200 good dates and 1,800 rotten dates yes <laughs> oh man
1: god what an idiot man that was I can't yeah. believe it because it it implies that that was the only thing on his mind yeah yep. he yep. only gave a shit about what was gonna come next Yeah. he didn't yeah. care about the coffee at all no ugh nope. <sighs> nope.
3: The showrunners and Ed Asner reportedly wanted Mary and Lou to be a couple, but Mary Tyler Moore disagreed. So this episode was meant to shut out any idea that the characters would ever be together romantically.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: If you watch this show from the beginning, in, in the earlier episodes of the show, the earlier seasons, mm-hmm. you can see the romantic tension between these mm-hmm. two characters. The potential. You could, yeah. you could see how they could have, at some point, but if they were going to do it yeah. season 4 would have been like Too around yeah. around the time like to start laying it's the groundwork for it yeah. if they were going to do this yep. but because they didn't this just feels like out of nowhere yeah. like this doesn't seem like nope and i'm yeah. sure
2: mary also decided to want to do this episode because it's like if the showrunners thought that this could happen mm-hmm. or would want that to happen, she's like, oh, obviously yeah. there's going to be viewers that want this yes. to happen. Yeah. And so we need to show like, okay, this is yeah. not actually, like yeah. it, it's kill, not even a possibility. Kill that
1: ship real yeah. fast. yeah. Because And it was good that they did it in the second to last episode because yeah. if mm-hmm. they hadn't done it at all,
0: mm-hmm.
1: people would have just run with the idea like, well, oh, they all... Left, yeah, but
0: maybe they, they could still
1: together. be together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, no, no. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do admit, like when I started watching the show and was like yeah. on season two or so, I was kind of like they would be a good couple at mm-hmm. that time. At that it kind of yeah. seemed yeah. like it, and then of course, by the time this episode rolls around, it's like so wrong for each other yeah. that you know, it makes so much sense yeah. that it, it ends the way it does. Yeah,
1: yeah. they they still have. A chemistry. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not a romantic chemistry because yeah, yeah, they, they work perfectly together. Mm-hmm. They care about each other mm-hmm. and they bounce off each other per, uh, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the yeah. romance is yeah. what's not there, and that's exactly. fine. Yeah, you and, can have that, and
2: it shows that. Yeah, like even if you on paper you'd be good or something, it doesn't necessarily exactly. yeah, mean that yeah. you'd actually.
1: He, yeah, he. Yeah, he. On paper, he fits all the criteria of the yeah. man that Mary's looking for, yep. but he's right. also Lou. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you know the personality. You know, it's just not. Yeah, they're just friends.
3: And yeah. when the show ends, she's single, and that yes. was such a good statement. You know, yep. like she's just single, and it's okay. You yep. know, it doesn't define. Yeah, yeah, who she is, and it's okay that you know she's just not that concerned about yep. it.
2: It's more about the fact that she no longer has WJM Exactly.
3: <laughs> she has
2: to find a new job.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to the last episode on our list, the last show, Season 7, Episode 24. <laughs> In the final episode of the series, there is a new head of the station, And he decides that the only employee to stay with WJM will be Ted Baxter.
1: I can't believe that.
3: (laughs) He's like, yeah, I got to decide if the problem is in front of the camera or behind it. And I'm just going to go with my gut on this one. And I'm going to fire the news team.
1: Dude, (laughs) it's because they so heavily implied the opposite. Yes. Up until that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gets off the phone and Ted comes into the office and it's like, Hi everyone, and they're like, "Hi Ted," mm. and he goes, "Oh no! <laughs> uh. Why did you all say hi?" Huh, <laughs> <I'm sorry."
3: laughs> and then when they go to the meeting to discuss everybody's, yeah. you know, future at WJM, uh-huh. Ted comes in with his wife, Georgette, yeah. their daughter, daughter Mary Lou. By yeah. the way, yeah. is the yeah. name of uh-huh. the daughter, uh-huh. uh, Mary Lou, the daughter, their dog, and their yeah, son David.
1: Their son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you'd like to meet my dependents Yeah,
0: Yeah. he doesn't even say family, he says dependents
2: I hope you don't mind our coming along But we only have the one
3: car And as soon as we leave here I have to go to the doctor Take the baby to the pediatrician David to the dentist and the dog to the vet Bad back, bad cough, bad teeth, bad dog (laughs) Wow (laughs) Oh. oh my god! And then Mary isn't. She's like, yeah. I'm not sure I was fired. Yes, oh, yeah. I
0: loved
2: that. <laughs> she was like, I'm such she denial. Said, he said, I'm gonna have to let go of you guys, and she's like,
3: I am I'm not, not a guy. A guy. So you know, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe maybe he was was too embarrassed oh, yeah, yeah. to say that <laughs> I was staying. Did
1: it calls him up? Did you mean me? Oh, especially oh, me.
3: Especially
2: me. <laughs> Which is why um when lou graciously he uh, amazingly oh, brings yeah. back phyllis and oh Rhoda, yeah, so yeah. sweet which was uh, yeah uh, so sweet and uh and phil and she says that you know oh, it's an obvious got, case of yeah, sexual
3: discrimination yeah
2: and yeah. mary was like no but they fired the all guys the guys too. too and phyllis was like oh sweetie like That was to 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 cover cover it it up. up. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, she's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it could be at least. Because she
1: said, especially you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was a very sweet moment that they came back. But I... Phyllis (laughs) Dude that you still drive me nuts was
3: so perfectly acted Mm -hmm. with with Rhoda and Phyllis Mm -hmm. and they're passing Mary back and forth because Phyllis is so visibly jealous of the relationship with Rhoda and Mary. And and Phyllis just like wanting to comfort Mary and you know. Yeah, you know, yep.
1: she she's not good at it, but she no. wants to do it. yeah So she's upset that Rhoda is it, good I at mean, it. So
3: it's so funny. I
2: just love the smile that she gets when she then gets to hug Mary, like, yeah.
3: yeah console Mary. She's... It's like,
2: it makes her so happy. That yeah, she...
3: <laughs> she gets to console Mary. Mary's just <laughs> yeah. like crying into her shirt. Yeah. The team must say goodbye. This tear-filled finale was the perfect ending of the show saying goodbye on a bittersweet note. Because the characters must go their separate ways, just like the actors, many of the tears in the finale were real. Aww. They, I mean, they were really yeah. crying. That was real tears for sure. Mary gives a beautiful monologue that sums up the lesson of the show, that even though she's a career woman, it doesn't mean that she doesn't have a family. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so sweet.
1: Yeah, it, it was yeah. actually really cool that they had that, like... Yeah, moment where she comes mm-hmm. back out, like oh, addressing yeah. the, oh, audience. Of the audience. Oh, the audience! remember that part yeah, too? kind yeah, yeah. of after post credit thing? Yeah, it was really nice.
3: Yeah, and just like this is so hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. I ball my eyes out every time I watch this. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're just crying, and you know it's real. Like yep. you, they're really crying. Like yep. they don't. The show is ending. Mm-hmm. They know this is the end. You know, yep. they're they don't know what's gonna come next. They, you know, and and that's just like. It's just really hard for all of them, yeah. you know. And they've been together for 7 years and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's it's a It's a long-term relationship. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 7 yeah. long years.
3: <laughs> and when Mary, you know, points this out, she says like, you know, sometimes I worry about being a career woman and if I care too much about my career, mm-hmm. you know, and if that prevents mm-hmm. me from mm-hmm. having, you know, and she's like, and then I realize that you guys are my family. And yeah. It's just such a wonderful little mm-hmm. speech. Yeah. It's very sweet. The most iconic from the final episode in the newsroom is the group hug. Just after Lou utters that heartbreaking line, I treasure you people. Oh, oh
0: my God. Yeah. yeah that uh,
1: broke uh, me. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I think, we, I, I, think oh, God. I think we need a Kleenex. Uh, and they all just,
3: and they all just <laughs> say... Do- Oh my god! They I stay together. Laughed yeah. so hard, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's so iconic. Like that uh-huh. is one of the most iconic moments of the whole show, too. Yeah. Like chuckles and that, like the yeah. the group hug and the They're, shuffle. Yeah. Whereas, I was like, I we think need to clean Some on
2: Mary's <laughs> desk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Oh my god!
1: Absolutely brilliant.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and now the hard part: how do we leave the room? Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh. God. And she looks oh. back and she, you know, turns. And apparently, when she looked back yeah. and then she turns off the light,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the lighting guy forgot to turn the light off when she hit the switch.
2: Oh, the first time. The Lol. first time
3: that they filmed it because he was so enamored with yeah, what was yeah. going on. And so they had to do it again. <laughs> oh, boy. But, Oh, my gosh. Aww. Nineteen point two million Americans tuned in to say goodbye to Mary and the rest of WJM T V on March nineteenth, nineteen seventy
1: seven. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say that I like to think that they at least kept in touch. Mm-hmm. yeah and you know, if they yeah. were if they all still lived in the vicinity maybe they still have yeah. like, met up mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. yeah
2: i mean but i know betty white had some other shows and stuff oh, that yeah, IRL. the other
3: ones oh you mean like oh
2: that characters in, in universe oh, yeah
3: okay. yeah no the yeah. um in universe lou goes to los angeles mm-hmm.
1: oh is that right and
3: get yeah because then the, his spinoff that. is in los yes. angeles
1: gotcha okay
3: but yeah, oh my gosh, when she you know comes back out and she says, you know, they said for the last time, Mary yeah. Tyler Moore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The yeah, An amazing really, job. This was
3: just, this was known as like one of the most, the best ensemble casts ever, ever yeah. on TV.
2: All right. So the awards and reception that it received. The seven years that Mary Tyler Moore aired resulted in the show being nominated for many awards over the years. According to IMDb, it has been nominated 82 times with a total of 45 wins. 29 of these were Emmy wins, with a win for Outstanding Comedy Series in 1975, 76, and 77.
3: Oh my god, three years That's in a row! Lot. Yeah,
2: <laughs> for several years, the show that ran for only seven seasons held the record for the most Emmy wins.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and this is back during and I was telling Marcy this yeah this was during a golden age of TV
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. like
3: it wasn't like this was the only thing on no right. MASH was also on yeah. TV at this time yeah mm-hmm. MASH you said
2: like the lineup was amazing yes people so it, would it watch like, They said it was
3: the best lineup in TV like it was it was like
2: Newhart MASH yeah it was Yeah, or it was MASH, no, was Mash
3: then... Mary Tyler Moore mm-hmm. Bob Newhart mm-hmm. I can't remember what the other one was Carol Burnett Carol Burnett yeah so it's wow. like yeah. dang it was like the I mean yeah yeah heavy hitters amazing Mm -hmm. mary tyler moore
2: had several spinoffs including rhoda phyllis and lou grant the first two shows ran simultaneously to mary tyler moore but the third began after mary tyler moore wrapped yeah i just i find it interesting that they all are just the names yeah Yeah.
1: like that is
0: not done now yeah
1: (laughs) interesting though that they are Character the names, character yeah. names and not the and, and time, not the. That's yeah. true. Yeah.
3: That's a good point, man. So, is uh, what, do we want to say anything, or we just want oh to read that conclusion?
1: Because
2: we, we've said we've a lot. Said so much. What else
1: can we say? Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. a great <laughs> show that holds up, trailblazing, groundbreaking, holds up incredibly well, and yeah. deserves a watch wherever you can find it.
3: Mm-hmm. There's so many things that like so many shows and. Movies and things that owe stuff to the Mary Tyler Moore yeah. like yes. there's just yeah. so many things it's like they say like the show walked so the show could run it's yeah. true yeah. it really was this was so groundbreaking and but just so fun mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah. it's such a fun show to watch and yeah it may, it's laugh out loud funny when I'm just watching a show alone and laughing out loud mm-hmm. by myself it doesn't happen very often yeah but when I watch this show I do this yeah. show makes me laugh. Totally. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. The characters are so genuine. Absolutely. I, I just I, I yeah. love everything about it.
1: Yep. And, and I love that it could do all of those things that it did, you know, the mm-hmm. important changing like pop culture mm-hmm. changing or, or industry changing things that it did while still being just a great funny show. Yeah. It didn't have to be super serious and like drive home these mm-hmm. points. It's like it framed these points in a real humor yep. filter. Yeah. And that's really yeah. nice, actually. Yeah.
2: Yep. And it, it makes it a little
1: easier to swallow.
2: And <laughs> it makes uh, a life like mine easier to live. Yeah. <laughs> Where, Absolutely. you know, a, a woman in her 30s uh, that doesn't have a significant other, there's other ways you know to live your life there's not Absolutely. just the one way there's the, we talked about the whole like you know you're born <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah have your young years you get married have kids like it's not the only way yeah. and it it really showcases that that there's there's other ways mm-hmm. you know so it's yeah.
1: re- it's relatable to a lot of people in a lot yeah. of different ways
2: in the late 1960s and early 1970s the world was rapidly changing but tv was woefully left in the past Divorce, casual sex, single women that weren't widows, these were concepts far too taboo for TV. Enter Mary Tyler Moore, a woman starring in a show bearing her name, produced by a company also bearing her name. She and her then-husband managed to put together a team that created one of the most celebrated shows in TV history, all while remaining true to her feminine self. She showed the next generation of actors and storytellers that change could be made. Mary Tyler Moore is still considered to be one of the greatest sitcoms ever created, led by one of the most iconic ensemble casts. Just like its opening promised, it represented the freedom, exuberance, spontaneity, and joy of making it on your own, but never alone. Mary Tyler Moore taught us all a lot of things. And if we try to remember even some of them, we might just make it after all.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. We're gonna make it after,
3: after all.
1: all. Oh, right. boy, oh
3: boy, boy. I've heard that 5000
1: times
0: <laughs>
2: and it gets better each time. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah.
0: Better. yeah.
3: All right.
2: So with that, we're going to have a case closed. All right. Well, we want to quickly thank our patrons, John, JD, Anthony, Shelly, Bob, Jaron, and Jacob. Thank we, you. you know, thank you, guys. We do what we do because of you. So,
1: hey. <laughs> thank
2: you. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Um, for everybody else, check us out on blackcasediaries.com. We have all of our socials there. Find us um, and mm. go check out our Betty White episode. Yeah. That's right. Uh, which we love doing that one, Betty White. Amazing,
3: yeah, an icon, (laughs) icon. Mm -hmm. So, all right, all right,
1: thanks, everyone. Thank you, goodbye. See ya. What is a
0: family anyway? They're just people who make you feel. Less alone. And really loved. And that's what you've done for me. Thank you for being my family.